you like me? Would you like me to, to be the one that says that just says like whatever? Uh, that says the things. Yes. Um, no, I I think I I think I've got it. Okay. Uh, go. This is side character quest. Welcome, listeners, to side character quest. <laughs> I am, or I'm introducing you. Your uh, host you can introduce is... however you want, whoever, whatever order. Okay. I I just do not say uh, last names. Great. Perfect. Yeah. I was going to say, like, don't say my last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be great. Because um, my first name is Lexi, and that's pretty Googleable. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, welcome listeners to Side Character Quest with your host, Ty. Hello, and your guest, Lexi. Hey! Whoa! What? Uh, so for the past uh, like couple of character arcs, I think it's nine episodes at this point, um, you've pretty much just had me and uh, my friend Eli, um, who we both played D&D together a whole bunch. And this is going to be the first n- character arc with somebody new. And it's also going to be the first character arc with somebody that I've never played D&D with before. Um, so Lexi, would you mind uh, just telling everybody um what what sort of experience do you have with dungeons and dragons we're just gonna real quick intro who you are then we're gonna intro who your character is and then we're gonna go into the game great so my experience with dungeons and dragons is fairly limited Mm -hmm. um i other than listening to a bunch of actual play podcasts um and even the the actual play podcast that i think i've listened to the most hours of uh has not done Dungeons and Dragons. So um, (laughs) I'm slightly more familiar with the Powered by the Apocalypse system, despite Uh. having never played any Powered by the Apocalypse games. Uh, I keep buying them and then printing them out on my work on my work (laughs) printer. And and I've bought Fallen twice, I think, um, and then never getting around to like actually making the thing happen with my friends. Um, That said, I have played Dungeons and Dragons maybe three or four uh, sessions. Um, mm-hmm. I played a dragonborn bard named Scrapper Mo- uh, Merc Dance, uh, nice. who was a. Uh, I really, I, I was really proud of this character. Um, she was a gutter punk musician who had run away from politically powerful Brangelina style parents. Oh, that's so good. And I was gonna, I was. <laughs> Maybe going to throw my DM for a loop because I didn't tell him about this. I was like, this is I know who this is my character. Um, But then I wasn't going to tell my DM that until like he introduced somebody politically powerful. And then I would either say mom or dad or something like that. And And then I can't keep anything a secret. So I I ended up telling him and we were going to get there. But the other players in the character like they don't know yet. And also we haven't there's been some personal life stuff going on. So we haven't actually picked it back up. So um, anyway, eventually that's going to come out. And I'm very pleased with that. It's a fun time. Was that a was that fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, which is what we're going to be playing? It was fifth edition. Okay. Yes. And that was fairly recent. For some reason, I thought that you had like tons of Dungeons and Dragons experience. I don't know why that was, but no. No, um, (laughs) this is this is why you might think that. I was, let's say, moderately involved in setting up a wiki for a very popular Dungeons and Dragons podcast. (laughs) I won't say which one because that will out one of my online handles, but um, somebody who's really interested might be able to figure Uh, that one out. So, yeah, so you you have some experience. 
with something. With something. Sure. You 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 know you know how podcasts work. You know how data wikis work. You've get you've got some experience of what's going on. Yeah. So we know a little bit about Lexi now. Uh, mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about the character that you're going to be playing because going into this, I know next to nothing about who who you're playing or what you're doing. Just give me like an overview of like name, class, um, for the sake of the people that care, the level that you've set her at, um, her or him, great. I don't know. Um, yeah, so Yay. great questions all around. The the, the name is Annie. Okay. Um, and that's because I have a very specific look for this character that's it's based on when Ty first contacted me about um, how to create or what, you know, that this was going to be a thing. And I, I sort of said I had a couple ideas. And one of them was this artwork that I had seen in an alley recently. It was this mural. And it's by a man who does a bunch of murals around sort of the mid-Atlantic region. Um, and his name is Anyiken, uh I have it pulled up. Anyiken Udofia. Anyiken Udofia. Um, and he is a Nigerian-American man. Uh, who does these just like gorgeous, gorgeous murals? I'll share this on our Twitter or in the show notes or something. So it's it's a it's a mural who uh, based on uh, Erica Badu and Sun Ra, but like Erica Badu is um, holding this giant pencil, um, and he does a series of like great like women with pencils and as sort of weaponry, and then Sun Ra is in like the space above her. Um, and she's got this great hat on and like sort of wearing a, a robe that could be described as a wizard's robe. Um, and she's got like a jewel on her wrist and it's just like super, super, super gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I sort of took a picture of that and was like, next time I make a character, <laughs> this is who it's going to be. That's so good. So she is a wizard um, and she's focused on botany okay, and, and nature stuff, but um, specifically trees. Trees, nice. And if it's the right season for it in world, in universe, mm-hmm. flowering trees. <laughs> flowering trees. I would say that, sure. Let's say that it. That, let's say that it is. I don't think I said anything in the last arc. So this is this is happening around the same time as the last characters uh, mm-hmm. thing. And I don't think I said anything there to uh, to specify a time of year. So, except that it's it's not. It's not like dead of winter. Um, so, yeah, let's say that it's it's around the Great. flowering time of year. Um, let's let's say let's say it's springtime. Ah, it's I love it. springtime in this world. Tell me, um, where would your character live? Does she live out in the it was a she, right? Yep. She. OK, Annie, um, Annie, she does she live in this in a city? Does she live in like a small town out like in a hut by herself? Uh, like what? What's the sort of uh, situation that she would gravitate towards? That's a great question. If it doesn't matter, I encourage you to just say whatever the first thing that comes to your mind is. Right. So I think I chose the background far traveler. OK. Or something like that, which could be or f- like the two that st- stuck out to me were folk hero or far traveler. And that's because that's what the app has as it's like suggested you know it has the suggested backgrounds um so i think that she lives out in the forest um in sort of a yurt that could probably be converted and and taken away somewhere else okay um so she you know depending on how this works for the story and what the time frame is she might have been there for 
a week. She might have been there for six months. Um, she might have spent the winter in town, for instance, and now it's springtime or near the town. But um, I think that she's not from here. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna build off of that. Um, so in this world that that you're in, uh, it is a fairly peaceful place. Um, there's a bunch of small towns. There's a few large cities. There's a large river. Um, there's a big lake, and uh, surrounding all of this, sort of the at the edge of the known world, there's a massive wall that nobody has ever been past. Um, that's not really relevant to anything that will come up during your playthrough, but I'm just setting the scene um, so you know what's up. You, um, sorry, you cut out when you said massive blank. (laughs) (laughs) That nobody has ever cut out. (laughs) I was just like, man, those were the most two important phrases in that sentence. And uh, the internet decided to hate them. A massive duck. Um, that is just like <laughs> hanging out uh, on the edge of the world. There's just like that a really rubber ducky duck. that goes to like Minnesota lakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, it's a, a massive wall. Wall, got it. I figured it had to be wall. Yeah, it, it's it's like a wall, like um, inhuman, like like larger than you would reasonably expect someone to be able to build. Gotcha. Like it's just it's just very very big. As far as you know, no one's ever been past that wall, and. I'm just spoiler alert. uh, Nothing in this episode is going to or in these episodes is going to change your knowledge about that. Okay. over the past few weeks, um, you guys have been experiencing like some uh, slight earthquakes and stuff. And there's a little bit of unrest, um, but nothing like too crazy has been going on. Okay. nothing too far out of the ordinary. And the thing is, though, you you have been waiting for something. You have been had something that you've been wanting to work on for a while, some sort of spell, some sort of project, some sort of alchemy, something you have been working towards that has needed uh, these mushrooms from the south. And you are on your way to a marketplace uh, to um, sort of a, a trading post marketplace kind of thing to pick up those mushrooms. What is it? What's a project that you have been working on that has needed these as an ingredient? Um, yeah, great question. Do you want to go like super D and D with this or like conceptual whatever with this? I am, uh, I am willing to do whatever. Like this could be like um, purely research. This could be like what? What are you thinking? What What is the thing that comes to your mind? I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the different spells that I could be working on. Uh, but basically, I'm working on a spell, and I'm not sure which one it is yet. Um, my character knows. Annie knows which one it is. Okay, you're working on some sort of big spell. Um, and right, like a, a warding circle was one of those spells that I just sort of looked at. So I'm, I'm going to say it's, it's I need the mushrooms as part of the... What I'm doing is using the, the plant life around me to create a safe space magically um, by being able to create warding signposts all around. And so the mushrooms are a necessary ingredient for that. Yes. And this is a thing that you have you've been uh, thinking about for a long time. You've been working on it. And um, over the over the winter, you finally figured out some um, some aspects of it uh, that that are like, yes, finally, I think I can do this. I just need the ingredients. So you are on your way to this marketplace to pick up those mushrooms from a uh, particular person that you had asked to get them, and you need them by a particular date because the spell that you are trying to work on uh, involves aligning things with... 
It's a seasonal. It's a seasonal thing. It's a seasonal spell. Um, and it's something that's there's there's a deadline. They ha- the trees they have to be flowering. <laughs> yes, there's exactly there is a deadline coming up, uh, and so you are on your way uh, to this marketplace. How are you getting there? Are you getting there by like horseback hitchhiking, just uh, cart? What are um, you doing? I'm walking if it's like a reasonable dif- distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you walk your way um, to this marketplace and. Uh, You've been walking for a few days now, and off in the distance, um, you see this uh, on the side of this road. You see a bunch of carts, a few um, permanent buildings, and you are making your way over to this market. And let me tell you what you see as you walk up. You see antique stores, you see specialty food places, um, you see some uh, specialty clothing shops, um, some tools like quills, brushes. Um, you see an, a small um, specialty armory, a few like little toy carts and things like that. You realize, you know, you're like, I've had some money. I think I'm going to tr- um, you have some money. And if you want, before you go and buy your uh, buy your mushrooms, before you stop by that cart, you can treat yourself a little bit. You've got a you've got a, some gold on you. Excellent. Um, so what 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 uh, what catches your eye? Like what what would you what would you go to first? I would stop and see if there are any like beautiful blankets. OK. Yeah. To make my my campsite a little bit more homey or softer. Um just like colorful uh, geometric pattern shape blankets. One of those like just like super catches my eye um, and I'm drawn to it and I want to go and buy it. All right. Um, so you walk over to this cart uh, that's um, that's got just tons of different fabrics uh, and a, a dwarf walks out um, and let's roll. He uh, says to you, um, well, hey, how you doing? Uh, I see this uh, blanket catching your eye. Yes, indeed it is. All right. Uh, what, 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 what can I do you for? You, you want, you want, um, want a, one of these, two of these, three of these? Uh, listen, I got to. Sorry, I'm going to push a bit. I really need to get, move some product. <laughs> well, it is springtime. I bet I bet blanket sales are probably a little. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. little on the out. So what's what? What's the price that you're looking for for one of these? Oh man, for a, a nice, nice old uh, thing like this, uh, I'm uh, like um, twenty-five gold. You know, twenty-two gold. Twenty-five gold. <laughs> well, okay. Here, here's the deal. If you can knock it down to twenty, I can buy two. But if you keep it up at twenty-two, I can only buy one. <sighs> he uh, he sort of scratches his beard, um, his reddish beard, and uh, he's, he says to you, oh, uh, all right, uh, 20, 22 gold. Uh, listen, <laughs> I got, you got to make a living. Right. I have no idea how much gold I have. Sidebar. <laughs> you have plenty for that. Um, in fact, you, you have enough for that and like one other thing uh, in addition to the mushrooms. Okay, great. I'm, I'm giving you a little bit of little bit of thing to just like play with at the beginning. This is just giving you a feel for stuff. Playtime. Play playtime. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. He wraps up. Um, he wraps up these blankets for you. Uh, tosses them into a, a little bag. Um, hands it over to you. 
Uh, and you, you know, you've got this uh, in your pack and now you got some nice little blankets. Great. And then I'm going to go get the mushrooms. As you're you're walking over to grab the mushrooms, you see a little cart with some toys and stuff on it. You see a cart that has like some melons. Um, you see another thing that has um, some fancy daggers. And then finally you get to a spot that's selling uh, what looks like specialty herbs and spices. And you see a person. He looks over at you and he says, Annie. How you doing? Hey, Skeeter. <laughs> oh, Skeeter. Okay. Yeah, that's my name. Don't wear it out. You know right. my name. I know yours. That's how this goes, right? That's how this goes. Uh, hey. Um, he waves you over to his his cart, and he he says to you, "I was like, hey." Um, Annie, uh, I got some good news and I got some bad news for you. Uh, bad news first, please. Uh, bad news. Um, my supplier fell through on those mushrooms. No. Don't got that it. That is not good news. Uh, that, that's why you said the bad news first. <laughs> well, what's the good news? You have another supplier? The good news is I've got lots of other wonderful things here that I'm sure you will... Mm. <laughs> oh, you don't seem to like that. <laughs> no. 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 Listen, I need those mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, I uh, totally understand. I get it. I I, I feel where you're coming from, but those things, they're hard to come by. They're hard to get. And uh, and when they don't show up, uh, sorry, there's not much I can I can really do about that. Well, I get that. But you also said that you would have them. So listen, I, I understand what I said. And when I say something, I promise I will follow through and you'll have a, a wonderful time. But here's the deal. I didn't, and I'm sorry. Uh, he he's sort of like wringing his hands. He you have met this guy a number of times. He knows that you come to him regularly for stuff that's um, pretty far away. That's hard for you to uh, come by. And these mushrooms, you know, are pretty tough to get around here. And and so you were really like really it's it's not great that you're not getting them because you need them soon if you're going to use them at all. Okay. Well, Skater, let's talk solutions then. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So, do you have a do you have another supplier that you can talk to? Do you have another market that you're aware of where they will be having those? Can you get me transportation to that market? He is sort of wringing his hands and like he's looking. Uh, his eyes keep glancing to your like money bag, and he's like, "Fuck! Oh man!" Um. All right. All right. All right, here's what I can do for you. Here's what I can do for you. These mushrooms, I, I know we, we usually go, we usually go down towards South Bend when we want these things because, you know, that's that's the easy place to get them. But if you're willing to go a little bit, uh, there, there's a, there's another place near here that might have them, all right? He looks very nervous, like he's like, I really want to keep this customer. Uh, I can drop you up a map for you if you want. Um, but uh, I, I, I got to warn you, it's not exactly the safest place to go uh, to go to go hang out. Um, but uh, but I, 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 I could do it for you if you like. How, how are you feeling? Well, I don't see a lot of other options here, Skeeter. Um, he's like, all right, that, uh, you, you know, um, I need to come up with a name for a place. Um, um, Belfort. Belfort, you know, Belfort, uh, Belfort Forest um, off uh, off of uh, northeast of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So listen, uh, Belfort, there's they've got a, they've got some uh, some ruins over there. Um, and I got to I got to warn you, they're, they're not exactly the safest area of the woods, but uh, but uh, they should they should have. I, I happen to know, happen to know that some uh, that these mushrooms do grow around there. Uh, I just, you know, uh, they got they got some some. 
you know, wolves and, and, and crap over there that I don't usually like to have my, uh, my suppliers deal with. Um, not usually worth the trouble, but if you need these things like right away, I, I can give you a map. I, I, I help you out. Um, you know, you, you got, you could, uh, you could go, go that way. Okay. So like this skater in your estimation, and you know that I value our professional relationship here. You give me the things I need. I enjoy uh-huh. working with you, so uh-huh. I want to keep this up. Um, so uh-huh. there's no other way that I could get this within the next, say, let's say, 14 days or so. I mean, South Bend is like a few weeks south of here. So, I mean, unless you're like uh, it's, it's not really going to happen. That That's like the next closest place. Uh, I, 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 I listen, I, I'm sorry. I, I know I know I know this is not exactly ideal situation, but like this, this is honestly the only place you're going to be able to find these things. All right, let's let's uh, let's do some uh, do some map following. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. Pretend she said something way cooler there. <laughs> All right, I'll edit in something way cooler. Yeah, um, exactly. Like a one-liner that's just like, mm, yes. Mm, mm, yes, yes, yes. Do you want to pick up anything else while you're you're at this place? Um, they got any bikes? <laughs> uh, no, they don't have any bikes. Um, and unfortunately, they're, uh, so you, you're walking around, and you, uh, you look, you see some horses tied up, but you don't see any for sale, mm. uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to steal a horse. I thought about it for like <laughs> half a second because I feel like that would be a great visual, but it's not, the situation is not nowhere near dire enough yet to steal a horse, so. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I guess I just sort of look around. No, you know what? I'm going to buy myself an ice cream. It's going to be a long trip. <gasps> oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So I buy myself an ice cream. <laughs> You uh, you go over to um, a, a like nice little stand uh, where there's some specialty foods and um, you see a, a wizard casting a slight cooling spell and they make some ice cream for you and pop it into a little little waffle cone and hand it off to you. It's plum flavored and it's delicious. It's so good. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just start. Out, I read the map. Do I need to roll anything to read the map or? Uh, no, you have a you have a pretty good idea of where this Belfort forest is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to start heading off in that direction. And we are going to take a quick break. Great. Hello. Hello. Hi. So, um, we return back to, um, back to you. You know, I, I feel like, uh, no matter, you know, who I have on, they're always going to do some sort of trademark music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just, just detecting like a pattern here. Um, you find yourself uh, after a few, you know, few days of travel um, towards Belfort. Uh, you are walking deep through this um, this woods. Um, there's lots of moss on the floor. Uh, it's it's pretty um, humid out, uh, and it but it's it's cold, relatively cold for the springtime. Luckily, I just bought a couple blankets. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> do you have like one of them like wrapped around you like a shawl? Hell yeah. <laughs> ah, hell yeah. So you're making your way through this forest. You've been traveling for uh, a little while. You're looking for um, some old ruins uh, that 
um, that were marked on, out on the map. They're supposed to be uh, just past a small river. There's supposed to be a bridge and you're you're heading that direction. And then once you get to that point, um, it's supposed to be like an hour or two walk away. You're going through the woods and you break out into a small clearing um, and you see a bridge crossing over a deep ravine Ooh. at the bottom of which is a creek. Um, and unfortunately, that bridge is busted. Damn it. Um, it is broken <laughs> real bad. Um, and you need to get uh, to the other side. Uh, what do you what do you do? How are, how are you going to treat this? Um, well, first, I think I'm going to roll an investigation check. I'm going to check it out first. OK, what are what are you trying to figure out about this scene? I'm trying to figure out if like how busted the bridge is. Like, could I use the bridge or its component parts to help me figure this out like i'm a wizard but i don't i don't want to be like i just levitate across like i i could do that i suppose but um yeah sort of trying to figure out how how best to figure this bridge out okay so just so you know uh just so you uh lexi know i'm presenting this as sort of a easy opportunity to like see sort of show what um, what your character is is capable of and like what they how they treat situations. Gotcha. There is not a a set solution to this. Great. So you you come to this uh, this bridge and you're like looking over the edge and you see it's deep and it's maybe um, 40 feet across and it is a, a suspension bridge. Um, uh huh. It looks like the ropes on the far side uh, just sort of broke apart with age. Mm-hmm. And now um, all the little planks and stuff are hanging down, mostly on your side of the ravine. Some of them are like actually touching the water that's at the at the bottom of this ravine. Uh-huh. The water and these like sharp rocks that are pointing out of the water. Cool. Well, I have a cantrip called mending. Okay. Which, uh... Seems like it might come in handy. I decided for my cantrips they would be mending and dancing light. I think I get two. Do I get three? I don't. I don't know exactly. Um, I'm not good at rules. Sorry, D and D people who are very excited about rules and are like, ah, but the rules give you the structure to tell the story. I know. I know. I'm just not good at them. <laughs> that is all right. <laughs> so. So I have um, mending and dancing lights, and I think dancing lights won't do anything for me uh, in this situation. (laughs) It can be very useful. The cantrip uh, is a transmutation cantrip, um, and the casting time is a minute, and the range is touch. um, And I need a couple of lodestones. I don't exactly know what that means. Uh, basically, that, that would be the material that you can forgo since you have your wand. Gotcha. Okay. Or your your pencil or whatever. My pencil thing. All right. Well, okay. This is how I think this goes down. Um, cool. Oh, man. A leaking wine skin is one of the things that is mentioned <laughs> in the book. <laughs> what? Uh, that, that's something that I could mend. I'm going to mend a bridge instead. This is what I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning that I do two things here. One of them is that I look at this bridge and I trace what it would look like whole with my pencil into the ground. And then I touch my pencil to the two like bridge, um, the strings. And then hopefully according to the role, if I do it well, roots will come out of the ground and like grow through oh, and around I dig this the. So, this is so good. <laughs> Excellent, and grow through and around the the bridge and like prop it up, um, 
until it gets to the other side. And and because most of the stuff is on my side, it'll mostly be like limited roots and the bri- and the bridge itself until it reaches the other side and then it'll be all roots. Oh, that's so good. Um, and then they'll fasten themselves to the other side of the ravine. Okay, that is like you started describing how I thought you were going to have it work and then you you took it like you incorporated the botany stuff in a way that I really dig. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I kind of was like, I was missing something in this character. And also, this is just like side note nerd stuff. Um, I have decided that like, I hate this time of winter. I hate it so much. I get the sads and it's very bad. Um, oh. And so my way of combating that this year is to give myself a personal project, which is to um, just research trees. <laughs> 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 Generally, and then also specifically in this city and specifically, even more specifically, how they do, uh, how they relate to Japanese diplomacy, like Japanese American diplomacy, because like cherry trees and the, the um, I went to the um, Arboretum and they had all these like, tiny um the the bonsai trees yeah 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 oh i love that place it's so great it's so good they have a bonsai museum and they have this video in the bonsai museum that i saw and i was just like i was enraptured by this video it's in japanese it's like filmed in the 1970s it looks like a sesame street short like if you think of those (sighs) like classic childhood sesame street shorts like it looks like that but it's 20 minutes long um and my favorite line from the entire the entire movie, uh, this entire video is this Japanese. Uh, so it's in subtitles, right? It's in Japanese first. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, like proud parents uh, preparing their daughter for a marriage abroad. <laughs> the Japanese gardeners prepare the bonsai for their trip to the U.S. And I was just like, I need to learn everything I can about these trees. That's amazing. (laughs) I know. I know. So like I was missing something with this character. I was like, I have this great image. I know she's a wizard. I know that she's going to be like kind of a cool, interesting, like thoughtful badass in a way that my other character, my other character is just like a punk and hates capitalism and fantasy money. Um, you mean gold? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fan- down with fantasy capitalism, down with government. They're all a bunch of liars is, the, is my mm-hmm. other character's role. And like, it's great because the DM was like, I was going to give you rewards for this, but I guess. And I was like, I'm just going to dumpster dive for <laughs> all my things anyway. Um, but then you said like, you're interested in botany, right? Or your character's going to be. Bot-. And I was just like, yes, that is. I don't know if I said that and forgot about it or if like that was. I had. I I had suggested a few different things as just like potential ones. And you said, ooh, botany. Right, 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 right. And so when I checked in with you later to be like, hey, was are you sure that's what you wanted? Um, and, and then and I was just like, like yeah. yes, because I have yeah. also been reading a bunch about trees. It's <laughs> great. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I have I have two books on my co- coffee table right now. Urban Forests and... Uh, that, uh, the cabaret of plants. So those both sound so good. I really, I really like urban forests. I know, right? Anyway, this is this is my favorite way. I just knocked my computer. So either way, you're screwed with this audio. <laughs> oh yeah, it was really scrapey and bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, the phone won't pick that up. I don't know. You'll have to like piece it together. Mm-hmm. I'll just have to like switch between the phone and and the computer. <laughs> Like a horrifying quilt. <laughs> I'll overlay them, but like slightly off time so that you're just like hearing a constant echo with occasional just like scrapes and drops and stuff. Perfect. It's gonna be Listeners, real rough. you're welcome. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, listen, we guys, we're, we're figuring it out. I, I still, like, you know, we're, we're making it work. We're living life. We're making it work. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, so I should probably roll a die, which I'm very nervous about. So um, what does mending actually say about how it works? Great question. Does it just say it works or what? Um, well, let's see what happens to the torn wineskin. Um, but um, hey, players manual. This is this is stunning audio, I'm sure. Uh, listeners, I, I hope you don't mind us just sort of like chatting it up and stuff. Listen, this is my first time having somebody that I've never played D&D with before. I'm figuring it out. She's figuring it out. We're all figuring it out. And, you know, we're all just figuring it out. You know what? It's 2018. We're all just figuring it out. We are trying to be better every day. Take a deep breath. We can't get better unless we were bad. Consider some point. bonsai. Um, and there's there's a great <laughs> picture in the book about the bonsai because I've, I've been pronouncing it bonsai now uh-huh. because uh, that's apparently how you pronounce it. And then also there's this like this like very harried looking American man standing next to a, a whiteboard that just says bone, B-O-N-E dash sigh, S-I-G-H. And like, <laughs> it's like, honestly, same, you know, <laughs> like, uh, oh man, like, I feel like that happened a lot to a lot of characters in the last arc, which is a joke <laughs> that Alexi could not possibly get. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It's true. I think there's only like three episodes out yet. So uh, as of today, there are four episodes oh. out. Only the mm. very first episode of Sir Roderick's arc, which will tie back to this arc in interesting ways. Oh, excellent. That I don't know anything about. Um, let's see. Okay. So the spare repel repairs a single break or tear in an object you touch, such as a broken chain link, two halves of a broken key, a torn cloak, or a leaking wineskin. As long as the break or tear is no larger than one foot in any dimension, you mend it, leaving no trace of former damage. This spell can physically repair a magic item or construct, but the spell can't restore magic to such an object. All right. So it's it's large. So I'm going to say I'm going to say that because you are doing something that is beyond the normal capabilities of the spell, but mm-hmm. you are you have time. You're not trying to do this in a single turn. You're not trying to do this during combat. You're just doing it over the course of your life. I'm going to say that it takes you like 15 or 20 minutes to cast the spell. Okay. But you will have to make a you will have to make a uh, roll, like an arcana roll of some sort to see if you are successful. And I will I will put a difficulty check um, of 10 on that. Cool. So I think my intelligence is plus three. Is that the spellcasting modifier? Uh, I believe I believe it is. Um, there might that's, be. I think that's I think what you. The I think you might do say. that. Huh? I think that's what the McElroy say. <laughs> I think that is. I think you you do that. Yeah, I think it's just that. So then I I I roll. What level are you, by the way? Um, great question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say three. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is me. Two things are going on here, listeners, and also Ty. I'm not real good at this game. That's perfectly odd. Second of all, I'm not real good at this app that I'm using to like be my character sheet. Um, so the book was like, "Hey, if you're a wizard, you should probably put all your stats into intelligence." And I was like, "That makes sense." And then on the app, it said autofill, and I was like, "Great." And I autofilled, <laughs> and it turned out that my strength was plus three, and my intelligence was plus one. And I was like, "Well, but wait, the book." Wait. Said, <laughs> 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 How did so, that happen? So I'm just visually very buff, but like my I switched those two stats. So my yeah, intelligence yeah, yeah. is plus three, my strength is plus one, and oh. uh, I th- I'm a level two ish. 
we'll say. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, I could I could probably like level up and make that more assured um, <laughs> on this app and like make sure that it, anyway. Yeah, I think I think you're fine. I would like to get to the point where I could play this with somebody that has literally never. I, I could host the show with somebody that has literally never played Dungeons and Dragons before mm-hmm. at all. Um, so it is it is perfectly fine for this to be what's going down. Okay, great. <laughs> so this is like, this is like reverse twa- training wheels, right? Like you're super good at this. We put the training wheels back on and then eventually you'll be on a trike with somebody else. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, so give me, give me a roll. See if you break that 10 mark. Give me a roll. I'm going to, I'm going to plus plus three it over here and I'm going to roll one D 20 and I got a seven. Oh no! It's <laughs> not Wait, great. Plus, oh geez. I got a okay. four plus three. Oh no. Okay, well that don't work. <laughs> that don't work. Um, this thing is starting to um, pull together. Uh, the roots are are lifting up the bridge, and it's getting about halfway across. Mm-hmm. And um, right as as the spell is like starting to complete, it just like the roots sort of collapse under the weight of the bridge and uh it falls back down now you you find that uh that 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 particular method of getting across has failed you that has Um, super failed me it has super failed you um so uh can so what what do you what do you do in this moment of uh of worry i will say that uh give me a perception check as well okay that what's the modifier on that that i should use Oh, what is the modifier on that? Is that also intelligence? I think it is intelligence. Or is that wisdom? Um, oh, I think it's wisdom. Okay. Big bunny. 18. Super perceptive. Not great at mending. <laughs> so uh, while you're doing this, you um, hear some howling off in the distance behind you. You you kind of get the impression that there are wolves uh, nearby on your current side of the ravine. Okay, well that's like not great. Yeah, and you're you're confident they are they are pretty close. So you have you have a bit of a time limit on figuring out your way across, assuming you don't want to mess with some wolves. Uh, probably not yet. I'll, I can I can maybe knock some puppies around, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think. All right, I'm I'm deciding, listeners. This pause is because I'm deciding between levitation, um, which in which I could just fly myself, uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon style across the ravine, or trying to figure out what rope trick does. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can tell you what uh, what rope trick does. Excellent. There, you mentioned a, another uh, very popular, um, another one, a very popular D and D podcast that will go unmentioned, but I'm sure that some of our listeners know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, you may recall there was a, a scene in an elevator shaft um, mm-hmm. where uh, a character dropped out a rope from a sort of extra dimensional um, hole. Uh, that's essentially what can happen here. Gotcha. And then I would swing Tarzan style across the across the ravine. Yeah, this is what it actually says for a rope trick. You touch a length of rope that is up to 60 feet long. I'm going to assume that you just have one or maybe you use one of the ropes that's uh, holding the suspension bridge. Ah, 
One end of the rope then rises into the air until the whole rope hangs perpendicular to the ground. Uh, and then the upper end of the rope goes into a extra dimensional space that lasts until the spell ends. So that's basically like it's sort of latched itself into some sort of extra dimensional hole. Um, so you could put that extra dimensional hole um, above you and then you could like swing across on the rope. You could put it wherever. Um, so how, how you want to do this? I think I do want to do that. I think I want to do rope trick because I, I'm very excited about rope trick. <laughs> rope trick. And like maybe what happened is like the the roots just didn't quite get all the way over to the other side. So I think what I'm doing is I am. Oh, man. I hmm, I don't know how how bullshit D&D this is or not. But like, OK, so I, I have this 60 foot feet of rope that like rises up from the ground, attaches itself to a portal directly above me, so then the the bridge is, like, hanging directly above my head in this, like, horrifying, like, ladder position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then either, uh, depending on how this trick works, I could, um, like, reposition the black hole portal thing to the other side of the ravine, so it just, like, and, like, uh-huh. crashes into the other side. Um, and then attaches itself somehow transdimensionally to <laughs> the other side of the ravine. Or, uh, and I sort of shinny my way across. Or alternately, um, uh, I could uh, climb it like a ladder and then blink it out of existence and just <laughs> hope that I get all the way across. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so the... the uh, <laughs> I might what? just be okay. assigning my character to death if I do that. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to say what I what I think what I think makes sense here. Um, You go over to the uh, to the suspension bridge, um, the sort of stand that's holding it together, um, holding it to your side of the cliff um, and you Mm -hmm. touch the rope and you touch the end of the rope that is closest to you. The rope goes taut, being pulled on the far end that's currently at the bottom of the ravine, and then it slowly pulls itself and gets positioned to the other side of the ravine. Ooh. Um, and enters into a uh, inter- extra dimensional portal thing right there. So now um, the suspension bridge is being held taut across the ravine temporarily um, as this uh, this transdimensional portal is there. Okay, I should probably roll for that, right? Uh, I would say no, um, because this is a this is like a an actual like level two spell. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it just it just do it just do it just do. I'm going to uh, I listened to one actual play podcast for like a very brief period of time, and I think they kept saying, like, I'll take the 10. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'll take the 10. <laughs> OK, cool. Yeah, um, you take the 10 and it uh, it pulls you across and um, you can scurry across this ravine and make it to the other side. And there are. Uh, you you hear those howls, um, and right as you are getting to the other side of this space, you see uh, these wolves run out into the the space that you were just at. They look hungry and they look uh, kind of mean, and you pop off that um, extra dimensional portal, and the bridge just collapses down into the ravine behind you. Huzzah! <laughs> Huzzah! It Huzzah. worked! Hooray! Oh, that's great. And I, I say a quick apology to the plants who I, like, made do all this root work for nothing. They're fine. <laughs> cool, cool. They were just gonna, like, drink the sweet waters of the other side of the, the bridge and maybe, like, mess with that ecosystem a tiny <laughs> bit, but whatever. <laughs> it's all good. 
Um, so at this point, uh, you are heading towards these ruins or, or making your way through these woods. Um, you walk for another like hour or so. Finally, you you start coming across falling apart wooden structures, and then you see what looks like to be some sort of old brickwork um, that's just covered in trees, covered in vines. There is a entrance covered in shadow. But at this point, I think that we are going to uh, we are going to stop for today. Okay. Um, right as you are coming across this extremely spooky doorway. Yes, this extremely spooky doorway and these ruins and whatever. This is the part where we sign off. And once again, I let the guest do whatever sort of sign off they would like. So what, what, how do you want to sign off for as Lexi? Oh, man. Um, okay. Now, oh, I should have a catchphrase. Um, <laughs> see, see, I, I had a really hard time coming up with the catchphrase, which is why I said that the guest is just going to have to do it. Oh, great. Okay. All right. All right. I could do, uh, uh, this is Lexi signing off. <laughs> and this is Ty signing off as well. Excellent. to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. At this point, we don't have tons of messages, so we'll probably respond. Uh, there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. So, um, basically, like when we're we're doing this uh, today, I've set this up in such a way that uh, there's not anything super high stakes happening in this play session, just so that we can okay. sort of get a feel for each other and like how we we play. Um, my plan is to make your whole like character arc fairly short, but we can if if you're having a great time and you're like, can we do a few more episodes? That's fine. <laughs> but uh, but my plan is to do like just a little bit more than, uh, you know, just like one or two more episodes after this. Um, OK, yeah, sounds good. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're right. like podcast professionals here. We're such professionals. Such pros. Yep. Um, so. So I'm uh, introing the show. OK. You are introing the show. The show is I'm pouring out a dice bag because I'm a true professional. Um, Great. Uh, the show is called <laughs> Side Character it's Quest. It's a D&D podcast. If it, it is weren't, a D&D podcast. If we didn't have some plastic hitting some wood. I'm going to be completely honest. I considered uh, miking the dice at one point, but I was like, that's ah, too much work. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, that's great because I'm definitely going to be using a random number generator. I, I'm, oh, sweet, sweet. I lack dice. That's how much of a professional I am. So, um, or you could just cut this out and I could tell you it. But um, you you can tell me and I can cut this out. I, I, I heavily edit this podcast, so like, don't worry. Great. About okay. It. 
but I have 880 edits on the wiki, and I was like, what? Trying to build it out, and I created like, like 40% of the pages at least, maybe 60% of the pages on that wiki. That's um, crazy. Yeah, no, I was, yeah, I got like moderately into it, and then I was like, oh, this is hella time consuming. Um, oh my gosh. But, yeah, it was fun. Man, okay, wow. And I've got some whiskey, so like, oh, things you've are got good. some whiskey. I have, um, some Hefeweizen, uh, some, some beer over here. Um, oh, can I tell you a thing? So long as, um, so in a metro station right now, mm -hmm. there is an advertisement for, um, uh, so like last year or like back in the day, it was really popular to use bourbon barrels for aging other whiskeys or like flavoring other whiskeys or not whiskeys, sorry, other drinks. Yeah. And now they're using hops barrels to age the whiskey in. Like there's what? this weird like like Johnny Walker IPA version. And I was just like, what do you know? That sounds <laughs> really idea. weird. It sounds horrible. Like, why yeah. would you do that to a perfectly good whiskey? I have questions. I don't understand. I, I, mm -mm. I don't understand. But also at the same time, I would try it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, I would I'd, not. I'd try I'd it not. once. I'd, I'd oh, see what man. it was like. I'm, uh, I would try most things. I'm, I'm allergic to beer, so I can't. Are you really? I'm gluten. I'm celiac, oh, so celiac. so I can't do the beer thing. Oh, so I was sad. like, would gluten get into those barrels? But the thing is, whiskey is my favorite liquor, 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 uh, liquor. Liqueur. Um, because it actually the distillation process, uh like gets all the gluten out. Yeah. But I didn't know this for a super long time. So I stayed away from all wheat based <sighs> liquors. So like when I was 23 and was like enjoying drinking for the yeah. first time, <laughs> you were just having straight vodka. I've, I found, well, I mean like, no, but also like <laughs> there were, there were some, there were some moments in South America with some Pisco that like just, <laughs> It's actually not that bad, but um, <laughs> there was a cafe that used to give you, um, you would order a Piscola, which is Pisco and, and Coca-Cola, mm -hmm. and they would just fill a like, six-ounce glass with like four ounces of Pisco and then give you an open bottle of Coca-Cola, oh, and you man. had to mix it yourself, but like the first thing that you had to do was drink basically straight Pisco. Oh, um, man. <laughs> yeah. That's, and then by the amazing. end, it's the weakest, and you're also the drunkest, so a second one sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yep. Um, anyway. Like, um, two things pulling on from here for, like, Pendleton blankets, which are gorgeous and, and um, made of wool. Mm -hmm. um, and then also I just saw the Black Panther uh, movie. <laughs> which, uh, people listening, this this is coming out, like, a week after that movie came out. Um, so, yes. Uh, yeah. This is, a this is actually a timely reference. <laughs> right, uh, exactly. I, listen, I saw it opening week. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, and uh, Daniel Kaluuya's tribe um, has those like incredible blankets. So like some combination of like a Pendleton blanket with like one of those like just like super catches my eye. Um, is your recording going and everything good? Um, everything is good. 
sorry. I am I'm doing research on what the spell is that I'm actually doing this for. Okay. Um, cool. Also, that was a weird sound as I pulled my chair in, probably. Yeah. Uh, and and you don't have to make this spell be exactly a D and D spell. Like it can be like sort of a specialty version of that. Um, oh yeah, that no. you're doing. This is glyph of wording, and what it says that I need is V, S, and M, and I don't know what those are. Um, I can tell you what those are if you'd like. Excellent. I need a D&D nerd in my life who <laughs> can tell um, me these so, things. <laughs> <laughs> so VSNM uh, means vocal, somatic, and material. Okay. Uh, material's pretty obvious. Vocal's pretty obvi- obvious. So basically this means that this spell, you need to use your voice, you mm-hmm. need to use materials, and you need to use somatic, which is hand motions. Okay. Um, so basically, if you wouldn't be able to use this spell without um, having without if, having all three of those things. So if right, your if hands I were tied were, up, if your hands were bound, or if your uh, if you were gagged, or if you didn't have materials. Um, so generally, gotcha. uh, how that the materials worked is they would have like a list of things that you would use. Oh yeah, um, no. In this case, mushrooms or whatever. <laughs> I need incense and powdered diamonds worth at least two hundred GP. Which the spell okay. consumes. So instead, what I need is a grove of trees that are flowering mm-hmm. and some mushrooms. Yes. So you're yeah. trying to do a specialty version of this spell that uh, that uses that uses like that and the mushrooms instead of using those diamonds and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, just so you know how I generally play this, um, play D&D, is that... Um, uh, I don't know if this is an official rule or if this is a thing I made up, but as long as you have like a wand or some other sort of arcane focus, you can use that in place of the materials generally. Uh. Um, so that that's how I generally play things. Um, so are you? Do you have like a, a brush or a pencil or something? Yeah, like, uh, I like definitely do. Yeah, nice, nice. Like it's one of those like really staff, cool like, like a, stick pencils. Oh, cool! Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What did you say it was? Is it like a is it like a big staff or is it like small, like a, a just a big pencil or? Yeah, so I I don't know which I like better. The the vision of her with like a Harry Potter style wand that's actually a mm-hmm. pencil mm-hmm. Um, or the version of her that like has the giant staff that is a pencil that's like bright, bright yellow and like mm-hmm. super stands out in the world. But maybe the pencils don't look like everybody uses quills, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so pencils, the the bright yellow pencils with the pink eraser on the end is like this like strange, erasable, magical (laughs) material that like (laughs) nobody has. I think I might like that better, although it is a little bit of a uh, sort of um, idiot's fantasy trope 101 of like, wink, wink, it's like in our world, but it's special, you know, but um, but I like it. We let we we unless you have a unless you decide that you have a strong preference later, we can just let the listener imagine whatever they'd like. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. 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 Um, So but it's some sort of writing implement. Um, Mm -hmm. I could. Oh, I just dropped my phone. Oh, that'll be Uh, some fun audio for Ty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, the computer's going. Um, okay, so. <laughs> uh, come back next week. Um, and, in you know, until then. Oh, no. Oh, I said it wrong. This is a fortnightly podcast. Oh, no. Come back next fortnight. <laughs>